0: What's up, nerds? This is Just A Couple Arslings, the Last Kingdom podcast.
1: I'm one of your hosts, Jessica Toomer. And I'm Melissa Fixie. We are writers for Sci Fi Wires fangirls who started recapping The Last Kingdom in season three, so we decided to bring that nerdy, horny energy to Podcast Landia. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Episode six. You know, this it's is... a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing is, though, I. This is a, both of our first podcasts. Neither of us have really done it before. But I've really enjoyed the process, like, learning how to do this whole new medium. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's been—I It's. I feel like it's going pretty well. I mean, I'm having, like, a blast. All is right. it, like, keeping me up at night thinking about how
0: my voice sounds on, like, oh God, the listen. show <laughs> and not wanting to hear myself <laughs> speak ever again? Yes, it is, like— well, that's, But other than that, yeah, <laughs> if like, I just don't
1: listen to myself, I think we're going to be fine. Right. Like, that's the thing. Like, when you do, like, an interview or something over the phone, you can have somebody else transcribe, transcribe. it. Transcribe. I and do. You don't, yeah, <laughs> me too. Like, hey, Rev, thanks for all you do. Because like, I can't shout handle— Shout to, to Rev. <laughs> you the best. <laughs> like, I can't handle um, the sound of my own voice in recording. But now, when we have to, like, go back and check stuff, I have to hear yeah. it. And it's just— <laughs> It it's great. Me. So,
0: <laughs> so hopefully, really hopefully,
1: gross. you guys like our voices. If you're still sticking around, but uh, Look, it's I'm no, sure if they don't, they'll let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't wait to read the comments. But, um, but yeah, yeah, it's been a new little source of anxiety in that respect. But everything else, I've really had a blast, like learning how to do this.
0: Yeah, it's been great. I feel like we've also um got to like chat a little bit more about shows I mean this show obviously but like shows in general which I always appreciate because it's like sometimes I think you can just be watching show after show and like get so into that where you're like what does the rest of the world think about this Mm, (laughs) yeah it's like it's good to like hear someone else's thoughts and not just like live in my own head every
1: day yeah I agree and although sometimes it's like it's hard to sometimes talk to people who are outside of like television media, because nobody watches as many shows as we do. So like, I'll mention something to my friends, and they'll be like, I've never even heard of this. And I'm like, Oh, my God, but Twitter's obsessed with it. How could you not know? And then I'm like, Oh, yeah, no, they aren't extremely online. It's fine. They're like, outside living their lives and having children.
0: (laughs) Yes, like doing things that normal people do. Yeah, a lot of my friends are not on Twitter either. So it's just like, when I'm like, yeah, like Twitter's freaking out about this. They're like, what? what like so- sometimes I wonder if they even know what Twitter is like it's like Instagram is a big deal sure. Snapchat is a big deal sure because it's like those are like people that you, you know, know image yeah it's it's people you know and it's like image focused you know what I mean right. Twitter is just for like people that want to like get on and rant mm-hmm. or you know industry people that have to like stay up to date on shit that's happening right so it does feel like you live in a different world
1: sometimes yeah but- yeah definitely
0: all that to say, we are slowly losing our minds, and uh, but, but you're keeping us sane out
1: there. Right. And as we lose our minds, hopefully at least it's funny and interesting. So, you know... We're sacrificing our sanity for you, the listener. Serious, Yeah, really.
0: (laughs) And also, this this podcast gives us a chance. Um, I love when we open with our small talk kind of stuff because I wanted to talk to you about something today that I saw on Twitter. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So none of my other friends are going to understand or know what I'm talking about. So I have to, like, discuss it with you. Yes. Uh, Did you see this story? I think it was on BuzzFeed, of course. About this woman that like masturbated during Tom Hiddleston's Broadway play. Yes.
1: Oh my god. What I saw the that fuck? people just people have no boundaries. Gross. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine? Like, I get it. Tom Hiddleston's a babe. But mm. like, go back to your hotel room and do that later. Like, let like not- the rest of us <laughs> go home. <laughs> but like, yes, I read about that, and it was just that's such a horrible violation, you know? Like, it's it's disgusting. a violation to the performers, it's a violation to your fellow theater goers like i just i can't i can't imagine living in that kind of delusionment that that would be seen as something okay to do well it's and for anyone who has been to a
0: broadway play in in the city in new york city you know you know all of those theaters it doesn't matter what theater you're in like it's small and crowded those seats are like For toddlers, like, you just have to, like, squeeze yourself in. Yeah. You're packed like sardines to, like, see this performance. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we have a bunch of space. Like, movie theaters, especially, like, now, like, you get recliners and there's, like, some space. You know what I mean? It's almost like a individual viewing. Mm -hmm. Not so for Broadway. Like, it's, you're in there, in it. So to do that, to, like, have the balls to do that in that setting. I mean, and it's quiet in a theater. Like,
1: Yikes. Ugh. Well, and that's such a, that's such a minimalist play too. Like, Betrayal, yeah. it's just like the three of them up on stage and like, that's it. Yeah, there's no
0: musical moments. You no. know what I mean? It,
1: this isn't, Lion King up right. there. And not not to say that you should go and masturbate in the Lion King because there's at least music to mask it, but like Jesus Christ. Like, I mean I that just, would indicate like some kind of forethinking and <laughs> rationality of like, I, well, I don't want to disturb people too much. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess it just so shows that anybody can be a creep because yes. yikes yikes yeah i saw that too and i just i couldn't believe it like how horrific yeah i saw it like first thing this morning and it was like just going around on like message boards but i think like page six picks it picked it up so he'll probably see it and that no. sucks, oh, poor baby
0: yeah <sighs> yeah because it is like such a good play and i'm sure like they're all fantastic and it. it's got a really good cast yeah other than just him so right yeah
1: Don't see betrayal, but But don't masturbate during it. (laughs) Keep your hands out of your pants. Please. Uh, Jesus. Like, can't believe I have to say this to adults. You you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to. So, but yeah. Yeah. Wow. What is. All right. uh, Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's
0: it's a lot. (laughs) I just wanted to open with that because I feel like, you know, just a PSA if you're going to go see a show, just. Keep you your know, hands out of your save pants. Save the masturbating for later for back at the hotel room. Right? I mean, it's. I know it's asking a lot, but I think you can do it. I believe in all of you. So, <laughs> uh,
1: well, <laughs> let's go that. on to episode six. <laughs> <laughs> What a great segue. So seamless. Don't masturbate in theaters. And also, don't try and pretend to be a Dane and fuck over some Britons because it's not going to end well for you.
0: Not going to work for you, especially when you just like... You bring along Ethelwald and all these other
1: Saxons that are clearly not Danes. <sighs> yeah. You know, at the beginning of this episode, it really shows, like, how how deeply fractured, like, Uhtred and Mildred's relationship is. Like, this is beyond just some squabbling. Like, this is deep, fundamental, like, religion, values, everything kind of coming apart between them. Leave me and I'll go directly to the church and have our son blessed. Then he won't be my son. May God
0: forgive you for saying such a thing. Which God? What has happened to you? What has happened to the kindness and perhaps even the love you have once shown me? I was made to crawl. Yes,
1: before God. We all fall to our knees before God. I won't forget what Alfred did to me in the name of his God. I reject that God. I will excuse myself. Usher does not look, he does not look good here. Like not a good look for him. Like, I get it. Oswald was a thief, but, like, his kids don't deserve that. You know what I mean? Like, and refusing to pay the Weir Guild is, it's honestly bullshit because he's all, you know, oh, they'll live, they'll be fine. Honestly, probably not, my man. Like, if they don't have a provider, what are, like, these are young children. They are going to starve to death without their father and without the, you know, money to replace him. Yeah,
0: it's it's, um, uncharacteristic. Ristically cruel of Uhtred, yeah, very to callous. do that, and I think it's it's born more of his like lingering anger towards Alfred and what happened, sure, than to really anything to do with Oswald's family. Uh, it's, and I think you know Mildred constantly like arguing for it is not helping it at this point because it's just. You're kind of, you know, you're beating that dead horse because he's already pissed. He's not going to do it. I mean, at this point, I would just, like, find a way to do it myself and just not tell him because I don't think Uhtred's going to change his mind. Unfortunately, for Mildred, I think, yeah, I think the honeymoon is... Obviously, over. over. Way,
1: way, 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 way over.
0: (laughs) Lasted a year, um, which I guess is a pretty long time in medieval times. Yeah. Uh, But it sours, like, very quickly after episode five and after that kind of penance uh, crawl that he has to do. Yeah. Yeah. there's a uh, poor Leia Fridge is just like caught in the oh middle my God. of it. God. Poor and Leia uh, Fringe, so forever bad for Yeah, God, it's just so many times. Every time he tries to get up and leave while they're arguing over the, like dinner, it's just it's a, such such a cringe moment because yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of issues between these two. They're not going to be able to get over it just because neither one of them wants to like see the other side. And yeah. I think it the the. Main, like, takeaway is I think if there was real, you know, love and affection there that these are things they could have, like, talked about and worked on. But Mm -hmm. I think because this is an arranged marriage and they didn't know each other before, I mean, they're both hot. So it's like, yeah, let's, like, hook up and, like, have some fun. But when the going gets rough, that's when you realize, you know what, I'm
1: just kind of stuck with this person. I'm not really in love with this person. I think you can definitely... You definitely get that idea when they, you know, when she's like, "Are you the man that I used to care for?" And he was like, "Are you still the woman I ached to plow?" I'm like, Ugh, uh, "Uhtred, off Uhtred! Oh my god, my, my dude! <laughs> it's a bad look." Yeah, he don't care though. <laughs> he doesn't like, like he. I, yeah, that's like the biggest takeaway from this ac- episode is Uhtred doesn't give a shit about anything except what he wants. Yeah,
0: and here's what's, like, really surprising to me about that is not so much how he treats Mildred, because at the mm. end of the day, yes, this he is someone who— He still
1: pays off the debt for, like, that's yeah, nice, he, I guess. I mean,
0: he does some nice things. He, he, he still has that honor, like, somewhere in him. Right. But there's a real detachment. He has, like, very purposefully separated himself, not only from Mildred, but from their son. I yeah. mean, he is— It's almost like he's setting himself up to leave. Like, he knows how it's going to go. And he's just trying to kind of, like, I don't know, like, just rip that Band-Aid off. You know what I mean? Like, cut the the fat in a way because he knows, you know, if things sour with Mildred, he's not going to see his son. And some of that is because of his beliefs and how he's treated in the village. And then some of that is because he just doesn't want to live that life. So, it but it's really weird because he was so about seeing Mildred and his son. And then the next just episode, one episode ago, right,
1: right. It's a rough episode, and nobody really comes off looking great. So, but yeah, yeah, so he like pretty much cuts those ties with Mildred and is like, "All right, I'll like get your debt, whatever." But after that, we're pretty much done. And I just I feel like this is stuff they should have worked through before they had a kid. Right. I mean, you were.
0: It's been at least nine months. You know. I'm thinking probably like a year. So like, you didn't like chat about baptisms at all. Like in that time. Right. I mean, you're just humping and washing clothes and plowing a There's field. There's plenty like, of room to
1: chat about how they're going to raise of down their kid. time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's a little weird. Yeah. It's not good. So, so yeah, Uhtred and Leo Frick ride off with their dudes to go and plunder Britons. And, you know, I I must admit, I am a lifelong horse girl, so I love the shots of everybody just, like, galloping I didn't around. know that about you. Yeah. I, like— Took riding lessons from the time I was six till I was about 14. Like, I competed. I know. So, like, you competed? Yeah, I did like pony club the whole deal. Like, look at you, little fancy bitch. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, whenever they're like galloping shots, I'm like, oh, that looks so fun. But, um, (laughs) I want to go like plunder and pillage. Yeah. On a horse. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that stuff I'm always like, hell yeah. But I just this whole this whole mission just seems like a bad idea from the get-go. And that becomes even more apparent when old Athelwald shows up. And I just I feel like a good litmus test is if you're doing something and Athelwald wants to be in on it, it's a bad idea.
0: Yeah, that, that should have like halted the road trip right there for me. Yeah. Um, because he was so into it. So uh, into it.
1: Oh, <laughs> with his like little Danish face paint and his braid, I was like, oh, this is like a little oh, kid dressing up in his big brother's clothes. It is not good. That's exactly what it was. But
0: you know what? That was what it was, I felt like, for all of them. Because, so Uhtred is also having way too much fun doing this. And yeah. it's like, a, it almost is like, What is the point of your life right now? Because you could have been doing this for real. With with real and right. Yeah, and, like, just living the life. You love this so much. That could have been your whole fucking life. Right. But now you're doing it, and you're having to do it in secret. And you're having to raid these, like, really poor villages that they only have potatoes. Like, and you're getting frustrated about that. But it's because, like, you're doing it with people and in a place where you're not supposed to be you know so it's like you're making life so much more difficult for yourself like look how much you enjoy this just go do it full time it's like (laughs) one of those things where it's like you should the job you have should be something you love to do you know what I mean right (laughs) like not a hobby if you do
1: what you love you'll never work a day in your life so that's exactly it (laughs) Make your hobby your full-time job, right, Uhtred?
0: Just go be a Dane for real. Uh, God, it's it's really frustrating because he's just so—I mean, like so happy as a clam, just so excited to be doing this, and I'm just like, why Uh. you're so (laughs) stupid? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Leo Fritch is not really happy about uh Ethelwald coming along for nope. obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh there's some some real bad blood there between those two. Mm-hmm. And I loved like getting to see Leo Fritch, like just get a little like pissed and like just want to kill Ethelwald like
1: they should have let him do it. Such a funny dude. They, they, they should have saved so much heartache down the line if they had just killed Ethelwald right there.
0: But here's the deal. Like right now, uh, we know what Ethelwald becomes, mm. but—and I think eventually, like, Leofric already has a read on him. I think Uhtred gets one later, later on. Yeah. But right now, Ethelwald is fun. I mean, yeah. he's a well, fun person to have along. That's, uh,
1: that's the thing. He's a—like, we hate him, but he's such a good character, and he does—like, it's—ugh. He sucks, but also he adds so much, like, interest to every episode that he's in that, like, you're right. I don't want him to die, even though I think he should die, because, like, he's such a shitster, and every show needs a shitster.
0: So true. And I think I think Utrud appreciates that about him as well. It's like, Mm. he's got some—we see that when he joins them um, on their raids, and he kind of maps out where they are and where they should go. And it's, you know, everyone's kind of surprised that he has— some kind of intelligence and it's like, no, this dude is actually pretty smart he does just hide it very well and he also gives into his vices a little too much so I think Uhtred recognizes that in him as as far as like yeah he's a fun person to have around like he's you, you're you always going to have someone to crack jokes on you know what I mean if you've got Ethelwald there but also he serves a bit of a purpose um, if you can find a way to manage him
1: I know so. it was a very like interesting moment when you see that actually Athelwald does have some tactical value when he's like telling him all this <laughs> stuff I'm like oh okay <laughs> He actually knows stuff. <laughs> That's what I, Leo Frisch was, too. He's like, I didn't know you knew this stuff. He's
0: like, yeah, I'm an educated man. I just hide it well. And Leo Fridge is like, uh-huh. yeah, very well. <laughs> it's like, yeah, same. Yeah.
1: The king greets you. He does. I hear nothing. You are pagans. The king is Christian and will only speak with you through me. If you would come forward and pay your respects. So, yeah, they're like off pillaging and they end up in this sort of hall of this Britain king, King Paradur, which I thought was kind of a silly name. But Peridur.
0: Peridur. Sounds like a, a dog, a breed of dog. Yeah, a yes, a, <laughs> a pure-breed
1: Peridur. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he's, a, he's definitely not Alfred. <laughs> no, well, that's the thing. Like, you roll up and you're like, oh, yeah, like, nobody's as well off as Essex, Wessex because, like, you know, this guy's apparently a king, but his, you know— his castle isn't exactly anything to sniff at. Right. And his wife definitely has some kind of skin Fox? disease happening. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Well, one of his wives. You've got the, one po- of his the Pox wife and then you have the shadow wife and – or Ooh. the sha- – yeah, shadow queen. And I just – I know that she's, like, cool or whatever, but Isolde is not my favorite of – Oh, really? Yeah. Like, she just – I don't know, with her, like, white girl dreads and her virginity powers, I'm just like, ugh. I feel like Isolt is, like, the manic pixie dream girl of The Last Kingdom. (laughs) Like, she doesn't really have a personality. She's just, like, there to be hot and, like, make eyes at Uhtred. And, like, yeah, she kind of, you know, she helps him out a little bit. But there's not, there's just, there's not a lot going on there. I just, I, she's, she's fine. Okay, so I'm going to disagree. Only because... That's Again,
0: fair. I do I like to see different women on the show and the the forms that they take. I'm there with you on the dreads. White girls should not wear dreads. Just don't I don't do think it. that's like something that's difficult to do. <laughs> Just don't do it. Just don't do but it. that aside, I feel like the the virginity thing like feels very smart to me cuz I don't know if that's really true. You know what I mean? That yeah. happens like you see that a lot in old stories and like fables and history and stuff where it's like oh they needed to remain pure to be able to have visions or something um and it's like i don't know how much of that is real or if it's a the woman's way of like protecting herself because she is a commodity and if she has this power and she's pretty of course like dudes are going to want to like have their way with her so I kind of view it as, like, well, maybe this is her just, like, finding a way so where, like, when she gets captured by old,
1: dirty kings, like this air fella, yeah. uh, she doesn't have to, like, bone him. You know what I mean? That's, so You know, that's actually a really interesting way to look at it because I was looking at it more as, like, a fetishization of virginity, which mm-hmm. is always just kind of, like, uh, to me. So yeah. that, okay, I like that interpretation I a mean, lot that, better. It, it could be, I mean, we could
0: go into, like— more episodes and find out that she really does lose all of her power once she's been deflowered, and that's so gross. But for right now, I'm just, like, buying into this uh, lie that I've told myself. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But it's I do well, want to think that she's smart.
1: It's a well-reasoned <laughs> lie, if it is a lie. Thank so. you. Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to add a, a bit of feminism in wherever I can with mm, this show. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But I do. I think you know she obviously wields some power in sure. this this little kingdom, and I appreciate that. I I always like like when I like when like women like get to be like witchy, and mm. I feel like she's oh, very yeah. witchy. That's so true. I love some witchy shit. It's true. Got, just get your witch on, <laughs> medieval times. I like that she's called a shadow queen. That sounds like really dangerous and um like we're messing with some dark arts there sure, so. sure.
1: we are the uh, harry potter of, generation so of course are, that would yeah.
0: deeply appeal <laughs> there's a lot of boxes ticked for me with Isolt, um right so yeah so utrid and and the rest of them they kind of take on this job for king parader where he has his fortress taken by another Briton. turns out it's not like a, a rebel band of Britons. It's, it's Danes. other Danes, uh, and you. It's hilarious when Uhtred finds out because yeah. he just goes from like, "Yeah, we're gonna like scare the shit out of these Britons," to "Oh, oh shit, no. it's Danes. We're like, gonna die." Yeah, <laughs> he just—it's an immediate like stop. Yeah. retreat. Mm-hmm. We've got to think about this, and I really
1: liked that. Name yourself. I'm Uhtred Ragnarsson. Who are you? Scorpa of the White Horse. This um sword so dane, Scorpa of the White Horse, him and his bloody <laughs> teeth, I just like, ugh, I could not handle that. But okay, yeah. does he not he looks like someone who spent like
0: way too long at like Burning Man. Yeah you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like definitely, he's just baked in the sun. Mm-hmm. He's been probably eating some, like, scraps. Mushrooms. Tripping on, I don't know. Tripping on
1: mushrooms, something. But yeah. his whole energy was very, like, dark, chaotic, and I did not like it. Yeah. Do not trust this dude. But they um, did. That's the but thing. But they do. <laughs> but Udra does. And that, I just, you know, it's one of those things where, like, yes, you know, Peridere was awful, like, tram whatever. But, like, trusting that guy so quickly and being like, yeah, of course, we'll, like, fight with you and it'll be fine. It's just, look at your life, look at your choices, Uhtred. I feel like you're making really bad decisions right now, and it was a bad decision. The first betrayal of the king, I'm totally on board with. I think that was a smart play,
0: and you could say we're going to split it. But I think once you see him kill that king, even though he's said he's given his word that he'll let him live— that's when you start planning, okay, this dude's probably going to, like, betray me, too. How can we, like, head this off and not have that happen? And I don't think that thought went into Uhtred's head at all.
1: No. Word to the wise. Don't trust a dude that rips out throats with his teeth. Like, just don't. Don't. Like, it, he does it for fun. It's not to, like, you know, a last-ditch effort to,
0: like, kill someone and protect himself. He just likes to bite necks. Ugh. So, yeah, something's yeah. going on
1: there. It's not good. But
0: it's not good. They you know betray the king come back to the hall uh Isolde is there she's like yep sitting on the seat but underneath me is all the silver have at it they do and scorpa uh returns turns on him like immediately like, yeah and leofritch is like how would he share this and he's like uh we, we don't. don't share it yeah. it's all mine And Uhtred, the only fucking thing that is on Uhtred's mind is, give me the girl. Congratulations,
1: Uhtred. You played yourself again. Again. Oh, boy. Think with your brain Brain, for a second. It's up there. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. He's, like, so easily manipulated for by women not by women, but for women. And I'm like, He's manipulated by his dick. By is his what it is. dick. Because <laughs> it's just, you know, I'm like, Utred, you're out here just trying to earn some money so you can get out of this debt and leave your wife cold turkey. And you're throwing it all away for this girl that you saw one time in a hall. And I'm just like, I get it. She's like alluring, whatever. But come on, please play the long game for once in your godforsaken life, Utred. Please. Yeah. But he's, he doesn't, and really, he's, he doesn't have to because at the end of the day.
0: She had more so her money. So, beliefs she, she knew where the real money was. She yep. knew where the real silver was. Mm-hmm. So, he lucks out again, again. So, he won't
1: learn anything.
0: So, he's not learning a lesson. Yep. It's like, quit saving him. Like, let him, like, drown. really suffer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's so
1: frustrating. Very frustrating. And then, so they get their money, they split it up, and he kind of parts ways with his company, and he takes her to his wife's house. Like, I get it. He and Mildred are done, but this is so petty. Like, it's so petty to come parading, parading his new side piece up in front of his wife and, like, completely ignore his son, whatever. It's just— it's it's a, it's again it's a bad look it's fucking rude like earl Ragnarson would be so disappointed like
0: that's not how you go about things like if you want to like peace out on your family that's one thing Ugh. but do it do it in a respectful way because she has not earned any of that you no. know what i mean like right. you knew who she was before you married her you've right. known who she was while you've been married like just just respect that Religion is something that's very important to her. You don't agree with it, so you're going to have to split. But you don't have to be an asshole. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't. People, you do not have to
1: be assholes. It's so easy not, not to, to be, be an asshole in this world. Yes. Just don't. I agree. I agree. <sighs> so, so, yeah. He tells her her debt is paid off, but also they're pretty much done, and he doesn't care about his son either. Yikes. Gross. Yeah. It's not good. So Mildreth is like, all right, I'm going to leave because at least they're nice to me at the autos. So I'm going to go. Thanks for forcing me to leave basically now that the land is rightfully mine. Like that Mm. made that made me so sad for her. You know, like she's finally free from this crushing debt that she didn't incur. Like this is a debt she inherited from her father. And now it's gone and she can't even stay in her home. That sucks. Yeah, she can't even enjoy it. That's, right. It's such shit. Like, yeah. again, women really had it so rough. And it's like,
0: dudes, like, if there's anything you can do to make it not as bad yeah. on them, like, maybe do it. Maybe and, like, it do doesn't, it. It doesn't cost you anything to, like, just be
1: kind to your fucking wife. Wife? Like, She's his wife. Come on. I just—it mm. it just, it was a very frustrating episode for me. I did appreciate, though—
0: you know, Mildred has some fire in her. She and does. And you see that when she confronts Isolt and is like, I'm talking to my husband. Like, get the fuck out of my
1: house. Like, when, I don't know
0: who you are. Oh,
1: my God. When Isolt was like, you are no longer a part of Uhtred's path. I just, I felt for Mildred like, in that bitch. moment. And I was like, <laughs> you are in her home, like, getting ready to bone down with her husband. Show her the slightest bit of respect. Come on now. Come I on don't now. want...
0: Yeah, I don't need any woman in dreads and a purple cape <laughs> telling me what path I'm on, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like it, just
1: stick it, stay in your lane. Go back like, to Party this, Express and let me live my life.
0: Good God, seriously. So it's it's really frustrating. Um I mean, (laughs) I just don't know what to say. And there's nothing to say in Ujra's defense. Like, that was just so uncalled for. Yeah. And in the end, it was so fucking stupid because. You know, so he's spending all this time. He goes and pays off his debt. Good job.
1: I like that. There you go. Then he
0: goes home and rubs it in Mildred's face. Like, why even come home? Right. If you're not going to stay there, you don't want to be with your wife. You didn't even really care to see your son. What was the point of coming home? Right. Just to tell her that the debt's paid off, send her a fucking note. I mean, I know you can't write, but get someone else to write it. Someone else to write the letter. Um, and so this whole time that he wastes kind of just rubbing salt in this wound, yeah. uh, it gives
1: his enemies time to plan, plan against, plot him. against
0: him. Yep. Yeah.
1: It's, Come on, buddy. Well, and so he goes back to Alfred. And I don't understand how he thought that this was going to be a good meeting. Like, yeah, he's got to go for the Witten because he's technically an elderman. But, like, he's been off— Fighting against their, not, I wouldn't call the Britons allies, but they're not an open war, you know? So he's been across the border pretending badly to be like a pillaging party of Danes. Of course Alfred is going to hear about it. Like, of course he is.
0: Oh, well, that's because Homeboy is telling everyone his fucking name.
1: Yes! <laughs> oh! Asks, Who are you? Who I'm, are you? I guess Eugene what he's saying. <laughs> like, People know that he's Alfred's man at this point. Like you couldn't say, "I'm like Bob, and Mike. <laughs> I'm Mike." You couldn't give another name at right. that point, like, right? So, idiot. I, <laughs> he's so stupid sometimes. So stupid. You know what, though? It's the criminals
0: that don't think they they'll get caught that do like the stupidest shit, and that is what Utrid is. He's like cocky. he doesn't think he's gonna get caught. Right. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, and he also it's also this pride thing. I think I think he wants his name known and sure. he's had that kind of ripped away from him with the whole Uba thing. Yeah. And so I think that also motivates him a little bit to be like, yeah, fuck, I'm Udra Dragonerson. You know what I mean? Right. Like Yeah. It's almost like I'm I'm living for me now. You know, like he doesn't feel like he has any kind of allegiance or ties to anyone and he just wants people to to know his name which is also such a dude thing to do it's
1: such a dude thing but i also love it when he gets there and they're they're like hey we gotta talk to you about something utrid and he's like what oh my god like what could they possibly want to talk to me about (laughs) and they're like hey this raiding party this seems like a bad idea no and he's like um we were patrolling your borders and protecting your kingdom i don't know what you're talking about i'm like utrid If you're going to do this shit, at least own up to it when you're caught. You know what I mean? Like, don't lie to their faces because you're not going to get away with it. He's one of those people that it's like,
0: as soon as he comes in, everyone's like, we got to talk to you. And he's immediately like, what's happening? What did they say? Right. It's like. He's like, what do you think they said? Like, you know, you're letting on that you've done something wrong by reacting that way. And then when they say, well, we've heard this, he's just like, oh, "Oh, the consequences of my actions. No. (laughs) Like, I didn't think it was a big deal, guys. You knew it was a big deal. That's why you came in shitting your pants. Right. Because everyone found out. Like, don't give me that shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really not great. So, hmm. but yeah, Utrid was a little fuckboy. This episode is basically our recap. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about that idiot. a little more, a little further on because, yeah, Utrecht can go pound sand this episode. <laughs> but yeah, like, so he is before Alfred. Alfred's like, you did this stuff, you have to die, this is bad. And then we find out, like, Leofric kind of had to sell uh. him out. Like, which it's it sucks because, you know, bros before hoes or whatever. But at the same time, like, because Uhtred is an alderman, he has quite a different degree of freedom than Leofric does. Like, yeah, Leofric is off riding through the countryside with him. But at the end of the day, like, he works for Ada and young Ada. Like, he mm. is basically owned by them and is not his own man. So, like, yeah, it sucks that he kind of, you know, has to sell Uhtred out in a way Way, but, like, he didn't have a choice, you know? Like, it was him or Uhtred. And I don't know. Would you die for Uhtred at this point? Hell no. I mean, I it hurts me it hurts a to lot. see it hurts that hurts friendship. Yeah, it hurts
0: me to see the rift. Yeah, It's not surprising to me in a way mm-hmm. because there were many times this episode where Leofridge was like— This is bad. Where Uhtred even questioned, why are you here? And Leofridge was like, to keep an eye on you. Yeah. So— Even though you're like, buddy, buddy, you got to know, like, he belongs to someone else and he's doing someone else's bidding. Maybe you're best friends and he doesn't want to be doing it. He hates the guy he works for, but he still works for that guy. You can't. This is medieval times. You can't. Just get out of a contract. You know what I
1: mean? Right. So, well, and even you can see you can see how much he cares for Uhtred. Even as he's like, yeah, he's got to die. He's like, I want to do it. I want to make sure that he gets a good death that he deserves. Like, right. It's an odd way of showing his love, but he's showing that he cares in the only way that he can.
0: And I mean, I think that's
1: yeah. That's like to let Uhtred die as you know, a nobleman. As, of, a, as a
0: warrior and right. to go to Valhalla if that's what he wants. Like, right. he wants to give him the best death he can he can give him. Right. I guess that's, like, the, you know, medieval version of, like, you know, going on Twitter and declaring your love for a show or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's try to, like, relate it to something that we would do now. But it's, like, that's—honestly, that's, like, the most—I think that's the most respectful and the most— kind of emotional thing that Leifric has done. Yeah. Like since we've seen him,
1: that's Yeah. that's yeah. He cares about that Arslang even if he's you no know, He done. He's going to be the one to kill him if he has to. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I'm going to have to kill you, but I still love you. Right. It's- This episode ends Not looking good. No, it's not looking good. Like, yes, there are three seasons, so we know he's not going to die. But, like, it's a bad spot that Uhtred finds himself in, that's for sure.
0: It's a bad spot, too, just because it's, like, at this point, if he were to die, it would feel earned. (laughs) It would be,
1: like... (laughs) He hasn't learned anything yet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, it's kind of, like, hard to even root for him at the end of this episode because he's just such a twat. So... Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Isolt will save him. Um, We'll see. I'm sure it's going to come down to a woman to save him at some point this season. Usually does. (laughs) Usually
1: does. Uh...
0: Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? So now it's time for our next episode, Wishes. This is when we issue our demands for upcoming episodes like the spoiled toddlers that we are. Here's what we want to see, when we want to see it, and why we won't be denied. Alyssa, what do you want to see next episode?
1: Listen, everybody made bad decisions in this episode, and I think everybody— Needs to face some consequences. Like Mm. Utra and Leofric went off pillaging and were super shocked to find out that, ooh, that's like, (laughs) people are not going to like that when you take their stuff. Like it just – and, you know, Mildred and Utra break up because, duh, religion is a big deal and that's pretty foundational to, you know, a functioning relationship. And it was super – (sighs) like Utra just – are just behaved so badly, and everybody acts like an asshole in this episode, and I'm ready for everyone to get some comeuppance, you know? Mm. But, yeah, especially um, young Otta, because fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he can just
0: fuck right off. I hate this dude. He's getting more annoying with every episode. I I want nothing else but to see him die a horrible death. Yeah, That's all. I'm, I'm not ready for, go. for a lot.
1: He needs, just want him to go. He needs to go. He needs to go. The Last Kingdom has a massive cast of interesting characters, and nearly everyone gets their time to shine. Our Arsling of the Week is the character who truly goes above and beyond to win the war or simply win our hearts. Jessica, it's a tough episode, but did you have an Arsling of the Week this week? I did, and I know you're not going
0: to like this, Listen, but it was fine. the Shadow Queen. I get <laughs> it. You made,
1: a, you made a good case for her, so I can, I can understand it. I mean, dreads aside, this is a
0: bitch that knows how to make an entrance. She's got a read on where the best silver is, so you always want her on your team. And that robe, I mean, it's extra. It's a a lot. It's a lot. But she low key loves the drama, and I appreciate that in a woman. So that's fair. Go get yours, Shadow Queen.
1: I can respect that. And honestly, like, can I abstain this episode? Like, nobody Ooh. nobody comes out of this episode looking good, you know? I guess, I guess if I have to choose someone, like, I'll go with Mildred, which, like, honestly, in this rewatch, I'm surprising myself with how much I like her. But, mm. like, listen, she and I don't necessarily agree on matters of religion. But if my husband told me my beliefs were shit, left my people fatherless and penniless, and brought this new girl to my home— I would not have maintained the level of dignity that she did. Like, yeah, he paid off her debt, but, like, oh, my God, at what cost to, like— At what At to what To her dignity? Cost? Yes. To her peace of mind? To her I mean, people? Like, he just— <sighs> it was, I don't know. It's so weird
0: to me because, like, maybe it's because we watched these first two seasons, like, super So quick quickly, yeah. When we were first recapping this. Uh, but, like— I just remember really not being a fan of Mildred and too. thinking she was so whiny and such a brat. And looking back on it, like now when we watch these episodes, I'm just like ugh,
1: Mildred kill is him. doing her I best. Mean, do what you Stab need to him. do. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I have loved you. Don't pray for me.
0: Yeah. There's. I just have so much sympathy for her, especially this episode because. She tries to do the right thing by people, and and even when Uhtred cheats her like shit, she still tries to, you know, kind of reason with him and find a way to kind of get to him. And, yeah, he's just not about it. He's got his shadow queen.
1: He don't care about her no more. He doesn't. He doesn't. And he just shows her that in the most unkind ways possible.
0: But you know what, Mildred? You're better off. You're going to thrive. You're going to live your life And you don't need that man. You don't need that man. You don't need that man. This is also a great segue talking about turds. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's get ready to shame none, the worst character of this episode. It doesn't matter if you're a Saxon or a Dane. Anyone can be a turd. And we're calling out the biggest one of the week.
1: Alyssa, there were many turds this episode, but did you have one that stood out? Uhtred. Utra did bad shit and refuses to face consequences ever. I just, you know, okay, you watch The Good Place, right? Yes. Yeah, obviously. So there's that point when they're trying to teach Michael ethics. And Chidi is explaining to him how murder <laughs> is bad, right? And and Michael's like, well, what if I want what he has and it would make my life a lot easier if he was dead? Like, can I still murder him then? And Chidi's like, <laughs> no. And so I kept thinking of that moment. Like, whenever utra did anything this episode, I'm just like, Uhtred, you can't just steal people's stuff because you want it. That's not how this works, you know? Like— that's not how it works. And he was just like, well, I had to pay this debt. And, yeah, these people are even more poor than I am, but I still want to take their stuff. And it just – ugh, it was hard to root for him in this episode. So, yeah, Utrecht. is – really belongs in the bad place this episode. Yes, Uhtred belongs in the bad place. Uh, Hate to see it, but that's the truth.
0: <laughs> and you know what else? Leo Leofritch deserves to be in the bad place this episode. I know – that his life is not as free as Utrid. I know that he has responsibilities and he has people that he answers to, but you could have headed off this whole thing and said, look, I'm watching you for this person who hates you. So if you want to go pillaging and plundering, fine. But just know that, like, I have got to report back. That's my job, you know? Like, and I felt like there were times where Leofrich was trying to caution him and trying to
1: like tell him to like back off. But then I but felt for like the there most were times Leofrich was encouraging. him. Yeah, he was. He was pretty all in on the hole in Denver. It was even yeah. his fault or not his fault. His idea to like go do it. Was it. His idea. Right. So that's why it just it rings a little
0: false for me. This kind of sudden, uh, you know, coming to Jesus moment where he's like, "Ah, oh, I'm. I did a bad thing. I'm so sorry. You know, like we need to atone for our sins. I paid." off a debt to the church, and it's just like, you, this was your idea, dude, like, and now you're throwing your best bud under the bus, I, I just don't appreciate that, I did not like this for Leofridge, I didn't think it was a good look, you could tell, like, in that final scene, you could tell how shocked and how betrayed, like, Uhtred felt, like, he clearly cares for this person, they both care for each other, and to still, to do this even though you know you care for each other, it, it just... Ugh, it really hurt me.
1: I will not fight these days for silver. For king, yes, but not for silver. I'm tethered by dead, so I need to raise an army and they get away further with every second. I will not allow half these men or more to die. I can give you what you need. I feel betrayed. Yes, I feel as betrayed as Utra does, but ugh, you're right. You're 100% correct on that read. Like, he did the deed. He should take some consequences too, and everybody's making bad choices.
0: Everyone's, and he's doing it like... He's holding on to a lot of his honor by being like, you know, I followed him willingly and all this stuff. But it's like you're you're doing just enough, right? Like you're being just enough of a good guy, even though you're ratting out your friend to like not earn so much hatred. Like I just feel like it's very it's a very measured uh, apology and a very measured like pointing the finger. And so it's like i can't like fully hate him or fully sympathize with him right so that pisses me off like let me live on one side or the other <laughs> yeah it's uh, just it mor- was too much this moral episode.
1: grays please just make it black and white <laughs> my head hurts i have a headache i don't want to think about that exactly Now, this is clearly a very serious podcast about a very serious show, but sometimes it's nice to indulge in a little thirst. It's 2019, the world is on fire, and honestly, we deserve this. So this is our time to celebrate the thirstiest moments that really blew our skirts up this week. Jessica, were you moved by anything you saw on screen? I mean, not moved enough to, like, masturbate in a Broadway theater. (laughs)
0: Uh, Good. Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) No, there weren't a lot of great moments this episode for me. Um, I mean, I I like, you know, how Uhtred is kind of very overprotective of Isolde. Like, from the beginning, it's a bit concerning because he just met this girl five minutes ago. But I get it. She's got nice eyeliner. Um, She's got good style. So there's something there. There's a connection there. I think he also recognizes her worth um, and her abilities and her power because he's a Dane. And that's that pagan way of life like does not. He doesn't have to. Like I think that king, he was a bit pagan, but he was also trying to pretend to be Christian. So he had to like walk this line. Uhtred doesn't have to do that. He sees like how powerful his is and. So I think that's part of the attraction. But, I mean, he does—he decides to, you know, sleep with the pigs for her. So that's something, I guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying my best <laughs> to, like, find something. But it was it was really hard, this episode. Yeah,
1: this episode left me dry as a bone. This episode Oof. should just be called Men. Disappointing mm. as ever. Because, yeah, I just—I mean, yeah, sure, a little courtly love with the queen, shadow queen. That's nice, but I just, I was very, very upset with everybody. And I can't be horny when I'm upset. I just can't. I have a question. Have you been waiting for us? For you. And you saw what would happen. I knew that you would
0: come. That is all. It was a desert this episode, that's for sure. Yeah. There was... There was no quenching of any kind of thirst here. Absolutely not. (laughs) I'm sorry that this segment is so disappointing this episode. It's not our fault. We're disappointed too. (laughs) We had to live through this just like you did. (laughs) <laughs> and we were forced to try and find something. Yep. Okay. And we couldn't do it. Nope. And that's not our fault. Listen, we didn't fail. They did.
1: They did. <laughs> how dare <laughs> they failed us how, all. how dare our needs not be catered to every time? Jeez. I mean, God, you know why we're watching this show? We're
0: watching it for blood and death and horny moments. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Let's get excited about something. Um, yeah. I think it's Take just. Yeah! Okay, I think it's safe to say we've never been accused of being unenthusiastic in our fandom. We annoy our family, our friends, and now our our devoted listeners. Um, if you've stuck around past that really dry, thirsty moment episode. Um, welcome to Geek Out, where we will offer up our humble suggestions about what we think you should be watching and reading. So, Alyssa... What are you geeking out about this week?
1: Um, I want to talk about, did you see the Jurassic World short film that was put on YouTube yesterday? I did not. Okay. So I don't know how, like, invested you are in Jurassic Park and that... that oh, I love Jurassic Park. Yeah. OG, OG Jurassic OG Park. OG Jurassic Park. But the right. I, like the Jurassic World and the second Jurassic World, I forget what it's called. I'm not a fan. Like, I just... I've seen them both, but it just... It feels really hollow and there's just nothing mm. that makes me care. But they released this Battle at Big Rock um, short film that's actually super good. Like they made a better story in eight minutes than the previous two movies combined. Like it was this family. Cause okay, I don't have you seen the latest one? So I've seen the first Chris Pratt one, but. I was not interested enough to see the second, only because it looked like a lot of the dinosaurs were going to die. and it's I true. didn't want to see that. It's true. Yeah. That part was really chilling. But yeah, basically at the end of the episode, or end of the the movie, we're talking about movies, not television, <laughs> Alyssa. Um, On to movies. At the end of the movie, spoiler alert, dinosaurs, like, get out and they're, like, in the world now. And oh, so yeah. Yeah. So this short film kind of deals with the repercussions of that. And it's this family at this, like... Um, campground and it's this like beautiful multiracial family like they are obviously like a couple that had been previously with other people and have combined their kids and and it's just really sweet, and their kids are super cute. And then these dinosaurs show up and start fighting, and it's so tense. Like, I cared more about this family in two minutes than I did about Chris Pratt in two movies. And it's just like, it was so good. Go watch it. It's definitely worth your time. And I hope they don't trick me into going to see a third Jurassic World movie. But if that family's in it, I will go see it again. So is this... Is this like independently made, or is this like... No, no, no it's like an official. Of the, it's like an official oh. Jurassic World short film. Andre Holland is in it. Did you see? I mean, obviously, <gasps> obviously, you saw ah. Moonlight. Yeah, he's the father, and it's like, yes. Why do we have to sit through Chris Pratt when Andre oh Holland gosh. is right there? That's all you had to
0: say. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Watch it. It's oh. so good. Okay, cool. Yeah, I. I mean, I love Jurassic Park, and I. I didn't even mind like the first Chris Pratt one, only because it was. Like, fresh and new again, and it, like, gave us an excuse to, like, watch Dinosaurs, which I love. And plus, Bryce Dallas Howard, I fucking she was, love her. I do, too, but uh, she's so
1: underutilized in those movies.
0: So, so underutilized. Yeah. But at the same time, there were moments where she's, like, running in heels in the jungle and, like, shooting, like, dinosaurs out of the sky, and I... Those are the moments like I clung to, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was not enough to like go see the second one. I watched it, I, just... I watched it when it hit HBO, like, I didn't Ugh. see it in the oh, theaters, yeah. I guess so you didn't have to pay for it, really. Right. But <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I don't want to put any more money towards
1: Chris Pratt at uh, this point in my life. I like, think I'm done with that phase. Here's, so. yeah, I think we're all kind of over Chris Pratt. Here's how over Chris Pratt I am he is introduced in the second film, he's like wearing plaid and building his own house in the mountains, and I didn't mm. give a shit, and that's like my jam, and I. I was like, get off my screen. I don't care about you. Dude, that sucks because, you know,
0: some marketing people were just like, this, this is going to get the girls really horny. Yeah, like, exactly. They're going to love it. Exactly. And they failed. Yeah, no. Sorry. It's, well, it's not their fault. That's that's a
1: solid bet. It's just you bet on the wrong horse. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Show me Chris Evans doing that and I'll uh, get Ooh. on board. So, yes. But, yeah, sorry uh, for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not sorry.
1: Um. Okay, well, I'm gonna geek out
0: about Big Mouth season three. The trailer came out today. Amazing, amazing! I can't wait. Look, I can't wait. I was a little peeved because uh, Netflix canceled Toot Birdie.
1: I know, and And they they
0: gave Big Mouth like two more seasons. I think it was even three.
1: I think it was three. uh,
0: Probably, it was probably fifteen. I don't know. Yeah, but they, it was, it felt like it was all kind of announced at the same time, like yeah. around the same time. So it felt like very, like, ugh,
1: crushing. Uh, yeah. Um, Too, and I uh, still— Toobin' was so good. We should have had so 17 good. seasons of that show. I loved it so I, much. I mean, I hope it lives somewhere else. I hope that it can find a place somewhere. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't—like, what other place other than Netflix has shows like that? Maybe HBO? Maybe? They have animals, yeah. but, like, I just—I can't see it living anywhere other than Netflix. Well, my secret
0: hope is that so Amazon is doing, has done undone with That's Raphael right. Bob Waksberg who has done BoJack. Yes. And so Lisa Hannawalt, who did she worked Tukin on Birdie, BoJack? Yeah. She did animation for BoJack. So I'm hoping there's some kind of pulling some strings in the in the behind the scenes, you know, that can be done, and maybe it can find a life there. I don't think it's going to be something that happens immediately if it happens at all. Yeah. But all that to say when we found out that Tuca and Birdie was done but Big Mouth was getting a few more seasons, it really like was a bit bittersweet. It stung. And, it and me, I say like, that
1: as someone who loves Big Mouth. Like it's I still fucking love Big Mouth. It's a great show, so good. But it still it hurt my feelings a bit.
0: It did. Um but then to see this trailer for season 3, it just got me so excited again. Yes. <sighs> God, there's gonna be so much good stuff. This they're coming. So I guess like the kids are kind of coming into their own sexually, and we're gonna like coming. we're gonna talk about toxic. I know. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Nick sorry. Kroll, you can hire I'm me sorry. anytime. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're they're like. You know, puberty is happening. They're really getting into their desires and their urges and uh it like opens the trailer opens with like this like game show <laughs> about like touching yourself and just anything like just the chance to hear Maya Rudolph voice the hormone monstrous. Like, oh my god. I would I would kill to like hear her do that all the time because she's just her
1: her ability to like do voice acting is just incredible. There's no one else. Like there's she, no one else on par with her. She deserves an Emmy just for how she says bubble bath. Like that's oh my god bubble bath. Bubble bath. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And if you don't watch
0: the show, watch it. I'm sure you think like we're like fucking maniacs, but
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's Can one of the shows it? that I'm always kind of like, do I suggest this to people? I don't know. It depends on oh, the I'm person. Oh, hundred
0: percent. I suggest it to my like teacher friends. Oh I'm god. Like, you should show this to like your fourth grade class. (laughs) They would really appreciate it and they're probably going through this shit. (laughs) You won't get fired at all. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, it's totally PG. It's really age appropriate. (laughs) No, I, I do think it's like, I mean, obviously I think we uh relate to it because we've gone we through that. It. So now we can look back and like laugh at it. Right. But I think like I, I do mean, think there would be some value dirty. in showing teens. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I agree. Like I think there's something you can relate to about that. And maybe, yeah, maybe when they're in high school and so they've they've passed this phase of like they know, you know, any kind of dirty joke that's happening, they're they've gonna heard get it. it. Yeah. But they're still like struggling with sexuality and struggling with like, you know what I mean, coming into that. Yeah. So
1: but anyway, plus, all this to say, plus the queer, queer eye guys. guys. Yes! Woo! Oh my God! Hearing Jonathan Van Ness say "Jesus in my vagina," <laughs> I need to like like put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> oh my gosh! I
0: got so excited when I saw Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan, like as in cartoon form, amazing. Um, oh God, I cannot wait. I mean, what a stroke of genius! Good yeah. job, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's weird because I saw them like posting um, on Instagram, like posting like little cartoons of themselves. Yes. And I was like those look like fucking big mouth characters. Oh like, yeah, what, what 100%. is this for? Yeah. I didn't
1: really realize. And then this came out, and I was like, Oh my, oh my god, god, that's what it was! Yeah. I got so excited, yeah. I geeked out. It's gonna be great, and I love that it's like coming up in like three weeks. So yes. we don't have to wait for like long. I like when they do that when they're just like, Hey, you've been waiting. Here's trailer. a trailer. It's coming weeks. very soon. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Not having to yeah. not having to wait. So I'm done waiting like two years for a show. Ugh. Game of Thrones,
0: that's the only show I'm gonna do it for, and I really regret doing it for it oh, this God. last season. Yeah. So not worth it.
1: Not you're not getting it. me again, TV. <laughs> Alright, guys, if you want to hear more of our bullshitting, check us out on Twitter or over at sci-fi wire fangirls. We've got links to everything below this episode. And until next time,
0: Destiny is all bitches.